0: Private payrolls improve, U.S. manufacturing jumps, crypto.com goes on the acquisition front, Facebook ends a ban on cryptocurrency ads, and the U.S. confirms the first case of the Omicron variant in the United States. This is the Running With The Money briefing. Let's get into it. We're back here at Running With The Money, the Running With The Money briefing, where we go over the day's biggest headlines and biggest analyst calls and how all of that is affecting the market day to day. So we're going to dig into, in a few minutes, into the biggest headlines out there, but let's give you a quick update on where the markets are at. So the markets were doing quite well off the open. They actually moved to the upside. They caught some a bit of a bounce actually um, and around 11 a.m around 11:30 a.m really the market started to take a turn to the downside and it was recently accelerated just here in the past few hours this downside action in the markets was accelerated by this news of the first Omicron variant case being identified here in the United States in fact according to the CDC the U.S. government and the World Health Organization this case was identified here in Northern California so it's definitely something in the note there now if you do not know or you haven't gotten quite the update on this new variant this is a variant that was initially known as b11529 it was first detected in south africa and that's all according to the world health organization now this case supposedly or this new variant supposedly spreads much faster but the symptoms insofar have been more mild according to sources also it is important to note that we do not yet know if the vaccines work on this new variant. And that's really what the market is fearing. You know, if these new vaccines, if our vaccines do not work on this new variant, this Omicron variant, you know, what what's what's the future hold when it comes to COVID-19 in this pandemic. So it's definitely something to pay attention to in the U.S. confirming their first case of the Omicron variant. Well, that's big stuff And the market accelerated to the downside on that news. But either way, shifting away from COVID-19 and how it is affecting the markets today, we need to take a look at the other headlines. And I would think when it comes to data and the economy, some more important headlines. So private payrolls actually posted much better than expected growth in the most recent Data according to ADP. So, per CNBC, private payrolls increased by 534,000 for November, much better than the Dow Jones estimate of 506,000. Furthermore, private hiring that jumped by 534,000 for the month, and that is better than the estimate of 506,000. So, solid numbers coming here out of the labor market, and really, what this indicates is that the labor market is getting tighter. It's tightening, and that's definitely something we've been wanting to see here. Now, you take a look, in the total decline from the October growth of 570,000, and that was revised lower by 1,000. So we did decline month over month, but we have been improving, and this trend continues to improve, and we're still seeing some improvement in the labor market. In this ADP data, this increase of 534,000 in November is definitely a good thing. Now, really digging into this data here, leisure and hospitality that saw a gain of 136,000 and that is part of the 424,000 positions added throughout the services sector. So you're definitely seeing improvement when it comes to the leisure and hospitality sector and that industry when it comes to hiring and there's more hiring going on in the sector currently. Also companies employing 500 people or more added 277,000 for the month. That's a solid metric there and that's definitely solid growth. So we're seeing some solid numbers coming out of the labor market. It is tightening and that's something to pay attention to on quote. The labor market recovery continued. the point through its challenges or power through its challenges last month. Furthermore, services providers, which are more vulnerable to the pandemic, have dominated jobs gains this year. It's too early to tell if the Omicron variant could potentially slow the jobs recovery in the coming months, and that was ADP's chief economist, Nayla Richardson. So some solid data coming out of ADP when it comes to the labor market. Labor market continues to improve, taking a look at U.S. manufacturing, we got an ISM reading and that ISM measure that measures in essence factory activity rose to 61.1 in November. And that's a solid number. Readings above 50 indicate that manufacturing is expanding. And obviously we saw that with this 61.1 reading It is also better than just a month ago when that reading was 60.8. So definitely some solid action also coming out of the U.S. manufacturing area of the economy. Taking a look on quote, the U.S. manufacturing sector remains in a demand-driven supply chain-constrained environment with some indicators of slight labor and supplier delivery improvement. And that was Timothy Fior of the ISM Manufacturing Business Survey Committee. So some solid data coming out of the U.S. Manufacturing really sector here and we have the ism measure of factory activity rising to 61.1 in november so it's something to pay attention to in essence what we are seeing within u.s manufacturing is that there's a lot of demand but there's still supply chain constraints and also some labor issues but according to sources according to this data and according to timothy fior who you know is chair of the ism manufacturing business survey committee what we are seeing here is in essence some Improvement in not only the labor market, which also showed up in the ADP numbers, but also in the supply delivery. So it's definitely something to pay attention to. U.S. manufacturing improving, maybe some of those bottlenecks improving, and the labor market improving that data all coming in this morning. Now, shifting into the biggest analyst calls of the day. We need to talk about this call at of UBS reiterating Apple as a buy. They go on to say, quote, compared to last year, wait times or days until available remain elevated for the highest priced iPhone 13 Pro Max in all of the key regions, including the United States, China, Japan, as well as key markets in Europe. However, we are beginning to see modest improvement in availability on a week to week basis. So in essence, UBS, they're liking Apple, they continue to like the stock, but they are citing here some iPhone 13 Pro Max backups when it comes to delivery, but there is also quite a bit of demand, UBS liking Apple long here. Now, Bank of America reiterating Amazon as a buy, going on to say, quote, AWS is a key component of the bull case on Amazon, and conference momentum remains strong. With many new products, partners, and services announced, while more customers are migrating bigger data sets to the cloud prompted by COVID-19, many sectors, financial HC, remain in the very early stages of cloud migration, suggesting a large runway for growth. In essence, Bank of America liking Amazon here on AWS future growth. And then we have Gordon Haskett upgrading DoorDash to buy from hold, going on to say, quote, with the shares down meaningfully since we downgraded, we're following through on our statement in upgrading the shares to buy, as we believe the recent share price pullback offers a compelling re-entry point, especially in the Omnicron. Backdrop. So you take a look here at DoorDash and the stock has been moving to the downside. And what we have in essence is Gordon Haskett now saying the stock has fallen enough that we believe it is solid and is at a solid entry point. The stock currently sits at $162 per share and it has been continually moving to the downside over the past six months. In fact, you take a look at the performance and in the past three months, it's down 14.83%. In the past month, it's down 17%. So this stock is. definitely... Definitely been moving to the downside. Gordon Haskett now liking it at his current price point. And then we have Morgan Stanley reiterating Salesforce as overweight Salesforce, by the way. Now, moving on to what Morgan Stanley had to say about Salesforce. They go on to say, quote, Salesforce remains one of our best secularly positioned names given enterprise IT spend prioritized towards digital transformation. Following the underperformance in shares post the Slack deal announcement, we see a favorable risk-reward and an attractive valuation for leading franchise. By the way, Salesforce did report earnings last night, and they were pretty solid numbers, but there were some guidance issues, so maybe we have something to go check out. Definitely go check out those Salesforce earnings that just dropped last night. Morgan Stanley continuing to like the name, reiterating it as Overweight Today. And then we had Seaport initiating coverage of CVS as Buy. Now, what do they have to say about CVS held seaport goes on to say quote we are initiating cvs with a buy rating and a 110 dollars price target because we believe that is or is what benefits the business, the repositioning of its retail business and its move to capitalize on the opportunity and primary care are currently undervalued by the market. So in essence here, Seaport likes CVS Health based on what they're doing to reposition themselves in the retail world, in the digital world, and they're liking some benefits um, of this transition. Some interesting commentary coming in of Seaport on CVS Health. Now shifting into another headline here, and this one coming out of the crypto the world. Crypto.com going on to acquire US CFTC regulated exchanges. So Crypto.com moving on to the acquisition front. Now per BlockWorks Crypto.com announced today they had purchased Nadex and the small exchange from IG Group for $216 million. This is another big move coming out of Crypto.com not too long ago they made that deal for the Staples Center rebranding the Staples Center this Crypto.com arena. So you know Crypto.com is definitely moving moving into these larger deals and this is more strategic and acquisition oriented now according to the release sent out by the company during uk trading day or the uk trading day it has acquired from ig group the north american derivatives exchange netx and its 40 percent stake in small exchange which is a smaller retail focused exchange so Very interesting stuff coming out of Crypto.com. Now, what Nadex, in essence, specializes in is retail-focused derivatives products, while small exchange is known for its futures offerings, according to BlockWorks. Both of these firms, both of these exchanges are regulated out of Chicago by the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. So this is, in essence, by Crypto.com, an acquisition move that strengthens their U.S. exposure and their U.S. footprint in the financial space. Now, a statement did come out of Crypto.com, They go on to say, quote, this proposed acquisition builds on that promise and will give our customers access to an entirely new set of financial tools to complement our current offerings. And that was Chris Marzalik, co-founder and CEO of Crypto.com. Some interesting stuff coming out of Crypto.com on the acquisition front in essence here is what we're getting a $216 million acquisition of Nadex and small exchange from IG Group. Something to pay attention to if you want more details on this go to blockworks.com and they have an excellent article on it in fact some of this content was pulled directly from them and quoted so props to them now shifting onto this Facebook ending their ban on cryptocurrency some very interesting stuff coming out of Facebook. So Facebook today did announce that they are reversing their long standing policy and what this policy in essence did was ban ads that were cryptocurrency focused and it also will now allow cryptocurrency companies to start running ads on facebook platforms so this is actually somewhat big for the cryptocurrency world facebook did release a statement saying quote we're doing this because the cryptocurrency landscape has continued to mature and stabilize in recent years and has seen more government regulations that are setting clear rules for their industry and that was per Facebook directly in their statement. So in essence, what we are seeing here is Facebook reversing themselves on this cryptocurrency ad band pretty much because the industry is maturing and it's becoming more accepted. And it's also likely because now you have more official companies coming out of this cryptocurrency space. You know, not too long ago, there were even more scams in the space. And unfortunately, I believe in all likelihood, Facebook did not want these cryptocurrency scams uh, going through their platform and they didn't want to be held liable for that. That, obviously, so you have Facebook now reversing their cryptocurrency ban um, on ads. So, definitely an interesting headline there, something to pay attention to, and something I figured I'd throw in because it's not just, you know, economy based, it's not just basic economic data that bores people at the end of the day. Now, shifting into the US, once again, confirming that first case of the Omicron variant that we touched on at the start of the show. It was one of the largest headlines of the day, but I didn't want to throw it in first because it's COVID-19 and we're all tired of hearing of COVID-19. But it is important to note that this new Omicron case came out of Northern California and the World Health Organization first detected the Omicron variant in South Africa. We do not yet know how well the vaccines work against the Omicron variant. What we know is, in essence, that the symptoms of this new variant are very mild, but at the end of the day, it spreads much quicker. So something to pay attention to. But that is the show. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Running With The Money Briefing. We will be back, per usual, tomorrow to go over the biggest headlines, biggest annals, calls, and everything that is affecting the markets. But also, please, 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 go get my boys and team members over at of the Table a listen on or at Pounding the Table on Spotify. Also, you can listen to Pounding the Table on pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, and give me and my team a follow at Running With The Money on Instagram and Facebook, or follow me on Twitter, at me, DM me if you have any feedback on the show or any content that we are putting out. If you want a stock broken down or deep dive down, definitely let us know, and we'll add that to the to-do list. We are here to help you. We are here to share knowledge with you, and that is what we are all about here at Running With The Money and Pounding The Table. Easily Profit, trade on, and I will see you tomorrow.